Hello and welcome to the podcast, UFO Warning. Today I'd like to talk a little bit about gargoyles. Yes, gargoyles. Those nasty looking stone creatures that are perched on the side of great uh, cathedral buildings. And uh, also on some of the big buildings even here in the United States and Canada. Um, the idea of gargoyles goes back a little ways and, and we'll get into that and we'll get into how they relate to aliens. The name for the gargoyles comes from the French word for throat, and that's because the gargoyle, um, the gargoyle itself is actually like a long rectangular piece of masonry, and it fits into the building and then protrudes from the building, and on the top, and in the top of that thing, there's a groove for the rainwater to run down like an eavespout, and then that water runs away from the building and then goes out the mouth of the gargoyle, you know, the, the creature that's carved into this big chunk of masonry. And that way the water is dispersed away from the building and helps uh, improve the, or helps maintain the structural integrity of the building. You're, you're not having the foundation washed away. Now the history of uh, gargoyles uh, has a couple different theories involved. And the main one is uh, the Catholic Church claimed that they put the gargoyles on the side of the buildings uh, to remind people that the evil uh, existed on the outside of the church and that uh, they needed to come to church uh, to be safe and to be safe from the evil that these gargoyles represented. Uh, not everybody thought that was a great idea. St. Bernard complained, you know, that uh, here he was living in this monastery and why should they have all these demon-headed, uh, or as he called them, uh, devil monkeys, I believe, uh, attached to the side of the building in the form of uh, gargoyles or whatever the other uh, decorative uh, objects they put up there. Um, but they persisted, and the tradition of gargoyles being attached to this uh, Gothic architecture had just gone on for years and years. Now, the Catholic Church claimed that it was their idea to present these evil-looking creatures on the building to re remind people of the evil on the outside of the church. But there's a theory uh, that's beyond that, a couple actually. The first theory, uh, a bit of folklore, uh, claims that uh, ancient saint, uh, there, was a, there was a dragon who uh, swam there, it was in Italy, and he was out there in the ocean, and he was constantly uh, killing fishermen and, and uh, burning up their ships. So this saint went out and he managed to uh, entice the dragon to come back uh, to shore with him and he gets him back into the local city there and uh, the town folk they show up they bind the dragon up and they uh, attempt to burn him at the stake but because the dragon is basically fireproof around his head his body burns up but his head doesn't and that that charred dragon head becomes the first uh, gargoyle at the local church and they continued making these gargoyle heads in the shape of the original Slade dragon so that the rest of the dragons would get the idea that they weren't welcome and they would uh, stay away from the area. Another notion says, and this sounds a little bit more reasonable to me, is that as the Catholic Church uh, moved into uh, these different areas in Europe uh, from Italy, uh, but it'd be like in Germany and France or wherever, there was a heavy, heavy presence of uh, occultic worship um, you know, they had uh, a lot of the uh, uh, really uh, uh, ancient uh, religions going back, you know, for thousands of years. And they had their own set of gods. So what the Catholic Church did was they allowed to, uh, even though they weren't allowed to worship the gods anymore, uh, 
uh, that had been stopped, they were allowed to bring images of these images of these gods, and more or less incorporate them into the architecture of the uh, gargoyles. And this made the people uh, that were being converted, the pagans, feel comfortable because they had their old uh, idols there basically attached to the wall of the cathedral. Now, um, that presented a bit of a problem itself because not only did they incorporate their old um, gods as architecture of the church, they incorporated a lot of their beliefs. And you could go on for an hour talking about how the different holidays today, a lot of them um, coincide with old pagan beliefs, you know, everything from Halloween to even Christmas actually has roots in a lot of these uh, pagan beliefs, and they incorporate those beliefs with the existing uh, Christian calendar and Christian beliefs. So that presented its own set of problems, and I could see why maybe the church wanted to kind of smooth over that and claim that the gargoyles were just purely a representation of evil and not a representation of uh, pagan gods. And then there's an even uh, deeper history that goes along with the gargoyles, and that is goes back into Roman time, Etruscan times, uh, with the ancient Greeks, and even ancient Egyptians. And these uh, cultures seemed to like to use lions a lot. For some reason, there didn't seem to be uh, the need to uh, use the monster prototype or the demon prototype or whatever kind of prototype on their gargoyles. They just used uh, natural animals. And this goes back as far as uh, one account about 13,000 years ago. That's a, that's uh, amazing to me. I didn't even know we had buildings 13,000 years ago, but they claim that they found uh, ancient crocodile gar gargoyles in Turkey from 13,000 years ago. So this architectural principle has been going back a long ways, still present even today in uh, the cathedral, the American Cathedral in New York, uh, really present on the Parliament Building in Canada. Lots of strange-looking gargoyles there. And there's been some question um, as to whether some of these ancient gargoyles are, in fact, uh, rep uh, replicas of ancient aliens that the, that these people had had contact with. And there's even some uh, biblical references uh, in, in a couple places, Genesis and Jeremiah, where uh, it's people believe that God is telling people, telling the, telling the uh, reader that He's going to send uh, these different creatures to um, uh, bite them, persecute them. It says so. It's it's a, a question of well, do the do the gargoyles of ancient times do they represent ancient pagan gods, or does it, is it more along less along the theme of uh, your say your ancient aliens theory? where maybe these were actual uh, interdimensional or actual um, extra, uh, extraterrestrial, out-of-the-solar-system type creatures that ancient man had contact with, and then th they had no way to explain them other than to say, well, these must be gods. And there's an argument for that. There's an argument for that, too. When you think about the pyramids in South America and some of the uh, relief has been done down there, some of the sculpting, uh, I mean, we're all familiar with uh, what looks like a uh, Native American in a spaceship, for crying out loud. I mean, a lot of this strange stuff, and they have lots and lots of stories about people coming from the sky and telling them to do everything, you know, from grow corn to offer human sacrifice, kind of scary stuff when you think about it. So there's a long, long history of ancient man uh, making reports about 
about meeting people from outer space and who they consider to be gods. So to me, it's not a big step that some of these people might have had these contacts. And then this is what uh, led to uh, the notion of these different uh, entities as being pagan gods and which are represented as the gargoyles that now uh, adorn many of the the Gothic buildings in Europe and even the United States, and so so far to go was even to adorn the Catholic Church. And I wouldn't expect the Catholic Church to be exactly open or, or offer a lot of disclosure about this, or our own government for that matter, because it's it's almost as if these gargoyles uh, are there maybe as a way of them letting us know that they know without telling us. And you see this theme come up over and over again, uh, I was watching a video today that uh, Tyler on Security Team did. It was pretty interesting. It was a follow-up on uh, the Denver National Airport, and apparently they're doing some some kind of public advertising, if you want to call it that, where they just spend uh, a, you know, a whole minute or two debunking the notion that there should be any conspiracy about what goes on at the Denver International Airport. And then he shows a picture uh, the famous mural with uh, the guy who's carrying the scimitar, it looks like, and an AK-47 wearing uh, either a Nazi or a Chinese uh, war outfit. And, you know, it's, it, it basically portrays, you know, this end of days mass destruction scenario. And then next to it was what was described as a gargoyle, which is very strange. It was like this little demonic creature with wings sitting there in a statue. And not really a gargoyle, because like I said, a gargoyle is this long rectangular piece of masonry with a decorative creature attached on the front, and it operates as an eave spout. But I thought to myself, it's, it's so strange how uh, you can call them the deep state, the new world order, whatever you want to call these people, uh, or whether it's you know the Catholic Church in the form of organized religion. It seems like they're using these symbols. And they're putting them right there in our face, and we're confronted with it, and then we're told not to believe it. And if we claim that it could possibly represent something that they claim it doesn't represent, then we're, we're debunked, or we are attacked or made fun of. When in reality, we all have the, the, the right to uh, look at these situations and decide for ourselves. And... I think that's the cool thing about the gargoyles. It's They're fun to look at in a way. In another way, they're kind of scary. But today, with the Internet and all the research that's at our fingertips, uh, we, can do a, we can do a quick search and find out the history of this architecture. And then we can ask ourselves, why, why does this show up on modern buildings today? And why on earth would they need one of these crazy-looking things in the Denver International Airport? So just kind of a thought today on that. A little bit off track of what we normally cover, but I found it so interesting I had to take a look at it and thought you might be interested. That's all for now. Over and out. UFO warning.